Welcome back to New to Medical Device Sales. I am your host, Jacob McLaughlin. And today I'm so excited to bring you the guest that we have today. He is somebody that we've been in contact with and I've been just able to see his journey and it's fun to, to see where he landed. And today it's going to be a little different show because our guest that we have was actually interviewing for both pharmaceutical and medical device sales and actually broke into pharmaceutical sales with one of the largest companies in the world in pharmaceuticals. So it's a little different than what we're used to, but I'm so excited because again, he went through both, had the journey. And so Ivan, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you, Jacob. I'm glad to be here, man. Yeah, um, it's so yeah I've been in contact you. with you for a while. Oh, no, thank you, man. It's, I'm really excited to be here and uh, you know, speak with you about this, man. This is a great opportunity. Yeah, yeah. No, we're just so excited. Like we, we were talking off air, like, you know, me and Ivan, we've been in contact for a while and, and just seeing his journey, gone on some calls and just to see, you know, what, what ended up happening and where all the hard work that you put in finally paid off. So I'm just so excited to, for you. And so excited for you to talk to our listeners today, because I know you're going to share some stuff that's going to make a difference to them and, and really impact them. So I'm excited to, to dive deep into that. But as we get going, Ivan, can you just tell us a little bit of background about who you are? Just get, give us a background about yourself. Oh, definitely. Definitely, Jacob. Um, so, you know, on this journey, just to, you know, to break into med device and, and you know, being in pharma, um, you know, it all kind of started when I was in college. And so uh, when I was in college, I wanted to be a, a physician. And so that's what I went to school for. And, um, you know, basically did all my prerequisites after I graduated in 2017. I actually went to uh, Coker College, which is known as Coker University now. And I got all my prerequisites. And after that, um, I took a program at USC Med School. It was a MD biomedical science program. Um, I did well in the program, but I decided not to pursue medicine and become a physician. And so in my time um, pursuing medicine, I was in the OR with some med device reps and I got to really pick their brains during, during a lot of the surgeries. And I, you know, they always said that, hey, if medicine doesn't work out for you, if you decide not to do it, this would be a great avenue for you, man, that like you would do very, very well in this, in this industry. And so, you know, after I was done, I, I spoke with my wife and I was like, you know what, you know, I don't want to be a physician, but I think that this would be, you know, med device is something that I've always been intrigued by. And so I took a couple months to kind of do my research and find out a little bit more about it. And beginning of 2022, it was, it was on, you know, I was ready, you know, full force. I contacted you and spoke with you, Jacob. And basically, you know, it's just been history since then. And that's kind of what put me on that trajectory when it came to uh, med device. I love it. And no, and no, it's funny. We actually just talked about it on the last podcast with Roxy, that same thing. She was looking at being a physician going in and then there was a kind of a change and we went into kind of detail. Mm -hmm. But right after that, I've actually had several people, uh, one of them actually got into the course because same thing, we're going and then they're like, hey, I, I, I don't love it as much as I thought. But being able to still be in the world, be in the medicine and also like we've talked about, maybe not the financial burden of financial debt that you would go into to continue being a physician and all the schooling and, and what you kind of get locked into and kind of the freedom of medical device sales, but also financially being able to help people, but yourself as well. And 
and it, just all the positives that come with it. So it's funny that this kind of, it's been a reoccurring theme, even with some of the residents that talk to me, <laughs> oh, I'll yeah. be in the hospital and residents will be like, so what do you do? And so kind of like the first year residents are always kind of like questioning stuff. So it's fun. So I love it. So you started thinking about medical device sales and pharmaceutical sales. And then what did that journey kind of look like from there? I, we got on a call and then kind of from there, you said that the rest is history. What did that look like? What was the process for you? So it was, you know, Jacob, what you've said in your past podcast, when it came to the journey and saying that, you know, there, you know, it's basically you're, you're adding so many people on LinkedIn that you have to basically do the premium in order just to, you know, not be hit by LinkedIn saying that you've added more than enough people. Yeah. Well, no, it's funny. When I, when I started so, it, it was, LinkedIn was like still, it, it wasn't new cause it's been around forever, but right. But they mm-hmm. weren't as strict. So I only had to get the premium at like the edge of it at the end edge of it. Like I did the free trial mm-hmm. and stuff and did it, but yeah, like I used to be able to do that, but yeah, I got plenty of the, you're a robot or you're spamming people or whatever. And it was like, stop. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so, oh no, definitely. And so I used to get emails from LinkedIn all the time saying that, Hey, you, you added a lot of people, you know, you, you might want to slow down a little bit. <laughs> so, but as, as you said, when I first started, that's, that's what I did. You know, I, I, I binged, listened to you, a lot of your podcasts that you have out. And I, you know, just went and just implemented, you know, every podcast I listened to, I just went and implemented a lot of it. And so I just started reaching out to people and just hopping on phone calls and just, you know, picking as many brains as I could about the whole industry, about different companies. And, you know, that's, that's how I initially looked like. And, you know, it, I was probably getting on about, you know, 20, 20 to 30 calls per week, actually, with a lot of people. So it, it was, you know, that's a, and, lot. That's and a full-time that job right process. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it was, it wasn't, but I really enjoyed it. You know, I enjoyed, you know, speaking with all the people and, and getting to know everybody during that time. And, um, but, you know, as, as you said that, you know, there, there are days, especially when you did all that work and, 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 and built all those connections and then you got your first rejection you know your first rejection saying that hey we're not interested even after all that work you put in and then that's when it first hits you and you know i just had to keep going and keep going and you know even if i didn't feel like it i had to hop on calls i had to message more people and i i had to you know do you know as you said in a lot of your podcasts, you have to basically make sure that you're doing what you're going to tell them that you're going to do. So I had to, you know, say, if I'm going to tell you, I'm going to follow up, I'm going to follow up. If I'm, if I tell you that I'm going to um, call you at a certain time, I'm going to call you at a certain time or even a minute before just to show that, Hey, I respect your time. Yep. And so a lot of those just little details, that's huge. a lot of people don't think about. So, yeah, I, I'm so glad you stated that because that's one thing, you know, I used to talk about on the podcast, but even like now, I'll go with people that like, I don't think people understand, especially I come from the personal training world, right? So I used to get paid by the minute, right? Like you would have a nine and a nine 30 and a 10. And so if you come in late, you just ran into somebody else's time. So then I'd have to cut your session short. Right. And what I'm just saying that the reason I say that to you you guys is if you're listening, you got to respect the person's time because they're like, if, especially if somebody's nice enough to be like, yeah, I'll get on a call with you. They're making time to get when they don't have to, right? So you need to make sure you're like Ivan's saying to come prepared to make sure you're not wasting any of their time. Call a minute early or call right on time. Don't like if you say nine, that doesn't mean nine oh three. Because a lot of times that can be 
like some guys, I do know guys, if it's like not on nine, they'll be like, nope, I'm done. Like I gave them a shot, they blew it and that's it. And so that's just something important for you guys that are listening. You know, when you say you're going to do something like we've talked about in this, do the job to get the job, but your word is everything. And when you say you're going to do something, make sure you do it. Definitely. And I remember you stating that multiple times, actually, in a lot of your podcasts. And and no, that that made all the difference. It's just, you know, that attention to detail, even during the interviews, a lot of the people were like, you know, I love your attention to detail. And when you said you were going to do something, you did it. And that's what made all the difference for me. I love that. I love that. So kind of go break it down for us because you you interviewed with both pharmaceutical and medical device sales. So kind of tell mm-hmm. us if there was any differences in that journey and then kind of what came to make you decide to go pharmaceutical over uh, medical device sales. So um, when it came to medical device sales, I basically, you know, I interviewed with quite a few companies. Um, the first one I interviewed was with Crosslink Life Sciences. Um, it was a trauma sales position. I decided not to do it um, just because, you know, it's just, I have We've a talked about trauma, and, yeah, yeah, where you're at in life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and so it's, 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 it's been talked about. And uh, the, the next place that I interviewed at was in Intuitive. And so Intuitive was, you know, for the surgical robots, I interviewed with them. Um, and I actually got very far in the process. And, you know, when I'd spoken with you earlier, um, I got into the, the the final round. It was me and another candidate. And they basically went ahead and, and um, canceled our interviews because it was an internal candidate that moved into the position that I was in in Columbia. And so, you know, during that process, I just, you know, that's where I started learning a lot of different things when it came to networking. And it just came to just being able to implement all those different things is, is where I learned to really go the extra mile and just a lot of the skills that they they taught me and and I sought a lot of feedback because there's a lot of things I needed to work on and I just was actively seeking feedback from every sales manager um, that I had you know either networked with or interviewed with and just using as much you know you getting all that feedback and implementing it as as soon as possible and that made a big difference and so when I went on from intuitive, I went over to, um, it was a premier uh, medical laboratory. So basically a diagnostic uh, laboratory company mm-hmm. for diagnostic sales. And it was actually a territory position. And so I would have been a territory manager and same thing happened um, there that happened at intuitive. I, it was me and the la- um, somebody else, last two candidates. And the person I was up against had most of the experience as well. And so he had been in it for about um, 20 years and had ran territories within four different states. And so, <laughs> you know, it was a it was a no brainer for them. They just said that, you know, he took that position. Um, and so I moved on from there and I interviewed with uh, with Integra Life Sciences. And it was a you know, it was a lot similar to the process that I had yep. at um, at premier medical was same thing person had all the experience and they went ahead and took the position and so you know that that's kind of the pattern that happened and um after that i just you know started looking around and just broadening you know my horizons a little bit more and there was a family member of mine actually that that had a connection with a 
with one of the people at Pfizer that had been at Pfizer for over 24 years. Wow. And so I went ahead and, and, and took that, you know, and, and reached out to her and, and told her that, uh, you know, this is what I was doing. And then she said, I actually know somebody at Pfizer that's been there for a while. And so I got in contact with her and, and spoke with her on the phone. And she said that, um, you know, you'd be a great fit. Um, I sent her my resume and she says, I like everything that your resume has. Your experience is great. And, you know, I went ahead and applied for the position and, you know, got my first interview and uh, I did really well in the interview and I moved on to the, the final interview. So the first interview was with my manager, was with the, um, the manager within the, um, the district um the regional the district manager, manager and then, yeah the regional yeah, manager the district manager and then um after that i had it with the with the manager that was over everything so it's the district manager and so we you know for the final interview i was able to basically i had to sell myself and so when it came to the first interview um the i did not get my uh Basically, the next interview that I was supposed to get the invitation for the final interview, I didn't get it until 10 o'clock the night, the night of. And so I asked her in the interview, I said, why uh, the next morning, because I called her before my interview, I said, why, why did you send the interview invite so late? And she said, well, I didn't. I sent it so late because I heard from somebody else that you were working an extra job just to provide extra income for your family. And somebody that's willing to do that is somebody that I'd want to work with. And that's why I wanted to invite you to the final interview. <laughs> that's so. awesome. And, and this is the one thing I wanted to just state in your story real quick that everybody can hear is A, the roller coaster, right? The ups and the downs that you think you made it and then you, they take it. And then there's the internal hire, which always, you know, there, there's always a one of those, right? That comes in and goes, but the thing that I always just tell people is the blessing in disguise of, you know, you went through some of that, you like you, you got offered the trauma, but you decided to go something else and you went through it. But now you just came in as a full line rep and like you got an awesome position with an awesome company and where you're supposed to be is where you're at. You know what I mean? Instead of like, because I, I just wanted to state that because a lot of people sometimes will, they get their heart set on one and they think it's it. But like I tell people all the time, if I would have took the first job that I got offered as an associate and I would have moved to Atlanta. If I didn't wait the three months that I'm at now, I would have never got the full line sales rep with the top company in the world. I never would have got the opportunity where I'm at, you know, because like, you know, we, we play so short term and sometimes, you know, you just got to take where you're at and look, Hey, there is an opportunity to be, maybe it's, maybe this isn't the right position. And like you, we've talked about that. You and me is it's got to feel right. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. And, and so, you know, I, I had to be patient, you know, it took me six months before I got my first, uh, my first offer, <laughs> you know, with, with, a with a position I actually wanted to take. And so, you know, I, you know, it took a lot of patience and, you know, my wife, I, I owe a lot to her because she really did help kind of keep me motivated during the process. And, I love that. and, you know, and, and another thing I'd want to say to everybody, you know, the big thing about like, whenever you feel like, you know, those roller coasters hit and there's a lot of times where you just feel like, Hey, I, I don't want to, I don't know if this is for me and you start getting you know rejections after rejections the biggest thing that I did for me that really really helped was being able to just be around people that were in the field and also just listening to to as many different podcasts as I can of 
of people who have already been in that position and, and what they did during those times. And so that really, really helped me kind of stay in it during that, that process. I love that. No, and that is, it's so important. Same thing with me. Like when I was going through it, there's like, everybody gets to a point where you're like, should I quit? But then like, I've always been this way. I'm like, do I want to throw away six months worth of all of it? And like, like we yeah. talked about, you know, for myself, <laughs> it was like, I got three offers within 24 hours of each other. So it was like six months of work where I didn't see anything to within 24 hours, they all hit the same month, right? Or the same day. So it's like, can you just hold on? And like, there's always a picture that always reminds me of, I don't know if you guys have seen it. It's like a guy who had a pick and he stopped right. But they were going for like a diamond and he stopped like an inch before the diamond. And he's like all sad walking back. And the guy who's just still hungry going is going to find the diamond. And that's, that's the kind of the talk of that is like, there's going to have those highs and lows, but what can you do to remind yourself why you want to do this? Because this is the talk I have with you guys, right? This is why it can't just be about the money. Because it's only, if it's only that, you'll want to quit at certain points, right? It's got to be something deeper in you, the success or the challenge or whatever it is, right, that you want to go after. And I, so I love that you said that, Ivan. Now, I, want, I do want to dive into this, Ivan, because we talked a little off air the other day um, about, you know, what you did to kind of like help yourself stand out. Like you talked about the business plan, right? But you made some tweaks to that. So I just, I would love to have you kind of dive deeper into that, you know, cause like I said, I've always done stuff where it's like, Hey, I go give, I give a baseline. I'm not saying mine's the best, just go take mine and, and make it into yours so you can fit it to your situation. And I know you did that. So I want to hear about that. Oh, definitely. So yes. So you, you, you inspired me a lot. Cause you know, I, uh, I'd gotten your, you know, listen to all your podcasts. And then I, I bought your, uh, your guide that you have, um, your PDF guide. And, you know, you had a lot of great stuff in there. You know, you covered a lot of just being able to, you know, get your resume right, to networking, to follow-ups, and, you know, just a lot of that detail that you put in there. And so when I was interviewing with Pfizer, or let me first start off with networking. So when it came to networking, I, uh, a lot of the things that I covered when it came to networking was I, I called when, when I called people or messaged them on LinkedIn, I would message them and tell them, Hey, I'd love to connect with you. If you have time, just kind of tell them a little bit about me. And then, you know, just ask them if they had time to meet with me that week, you know, for a short, you know, 15, 20 minute call. And then if they said yes, I would send over my resume and say, hey, I just want to send you my resume so you can have a little bit of background information about me. And, you know, so when we get on the phone, this is not about me, it's about you. So you kind of don't have to necessarily ask me questions and, and take up time because I'm not, I'm not here for me, I'm, I'm here for you. Okay. And so that's, that's what I did to, to make that difference is that, you know, I don't want to sit around just talking about myself. This isn't about me. And so that really helped, you know, me, get to learn a lot about other people and also get to understand, you know, what they did in their role and, you know, what the culture was like within the company that I was wanting to apply to. And after that, um, I followed up with them, did everything that you had said within the, uh, the guide. And then I also submitted my own pros the prospecting lists. Now I did my prospecting list a little bit different than you, yeah. than you had. Um, the prospecting list, I would speak to about 20 to 25 people within the company and, and just try to talk to as many people as I could. I would start off with a state that I would be working in and kind of just broaden it out and talk to other people within um, different um, states just to kind of see, hey, is the culture the same within other states as it is 
within the same state that I want to work in. And that's how I kind of got to, you know, find out just different aspects of it. And so I would, I would reach out with them and write out everything that I learned that, that we had spoken about. So I'd write out the position that they were in, how long they had been in that position. And then I'd kind of write out the biggest takeaways I had from what they, they we had in our conversations. And, you know, it could be about a paragraph, just a couple sentences to a paragraph. And after that, I would submitted um, the guide that you had when it came to is it's about 10 pages that I did for mine and turned it into a PDF and it had the hospital profiling, you know, why I wanted to work with a company and just kind of just that, you know, just to show them that, hey, you know, I, I prepared, I, you know, I did all the different things when it came to products as well. And so after that, I also submitted, um, you know, I submitted the different, oh, I just blanked out. <laughs> you're good. Um, you're good. So, so you, yeah, you submitted, you had your like business plan kind of going into that PDF mm -hmm. and then from there. Yes. And so I had the, the business plan and then um, on top of that, I also just kind of, you know, I sent that over to them. And then when we, went into the interview, I had everything lined up with my interview format that I did as well. And so I had all my questions on there. And, you know, when we started, I had um, a lot of the questions that I would ask, I would make sure they were pre-framed according to the conversations I had with people. And so the reason why I spoke with about 20 to 25 different people was that most of the time, everybody knew everybody. And so people would ask me, how was your conversation with so-and-so? And so I had, they could see what I took away from our conversations. And I remembered what I wrote down and, and said, okay, yeah, I remember speaking with him and this is how it was like. And I'd kind of just tell them how the person was like and, and just kind of like their personality traits, something fun about them because I got to know them on a, a, you know, a personal level as well. Yep. And, you know, they, they really appreciated that during the interviews. And so that's, that's how I was able to make myself stand out a lot was, you know, during doing a lot of my homework and just being very, very meticulous about what I was doing. And also on top of that, being able to show them that, hey, I want this, you know, I, I can do this job before I even started. And so, you know, I know I don't have the experience and the guy that I did go up against on my final interview had, you know, about 20 years of experience. And so, you know, being able to tell them that, hey, I'm young, and, you know, I'm, I'm able to be molded to what you guys need me to be as opposed to, you know, having to break any bad habits within me. And so that's what I was able to tell them. I like that answer. <laughs> so I love it. I love it. And, and see, guys, that, that's the thing is like, I always tell people, everyone's got their own little touch that you're going to do that's going to make you feel special. The one thing I do want to really just step out and talk about real quick about is how Ivan was he was doing his homework before he was reaching out to all these people. He was making sure to create those relationships and notice like he made the comment. These, it's a very small world. It's, it's a big world, but it's a small world once you get in it. And so like, that's what we talk about is once you can talk to several people on the same industry or the same company, a lot of times they'll know each other, especially if it's the same division. And then here's the beautiful part of it. Now they're like, they talked about how you would talk to them, right? You know what they did once they get off the phone with you? They call that person. They text that person. Hey, just talked with Ivan. What'd you think of him? Right? That happens to me right now. 
like that happens is people will talk with us, talk with some of my teammates, and then we're literally texting, hey, what'd you think? My manager will be like, what do you guys think? Right. That's what happens. It's people talking. So that's why it's super smart with what you did, Ivan, is going in. And then, like you said, coming prepared, showing that you can do the job. Literally, like we talk about all the time, do the job to get the job. Because if you don't have the sales experience, they're going to say you can't do it. And you have to say, hey, I totally understand where you're coming from. But let me show you I can because I did it during this process, right? That's where a big part of it comes. So I absolutely love that you went into that detail. Now, Ivan, I got to ask what we always ask at the end of every episode. If somebody's going to reach out to you and they're going to be like, hey, what advice would you give me? Whether they have sales experience or don't have sales experience, what advice would you be giving them? Oh, that's a good question, Jacob. Um, so the, the, the biggest thing I'd probably tell them is that, you know, how, how bad do you want this? Because, you know, a lot of, lot of people, you know, that initial rejection, you know, isn't, doesn't feel very good at all. And, and a lot of the times when you do get rejected, you just feel like saying, you know what, it's, it's their fault. It's not mine because, you know, I, I did everything right. They're just you know, they, they, they don't know, you know, this, their loss and, and they didn't give me the chance that, that, that I needed. And so, you know, whenever those rejections happens, we tend to just basically inflect them on, on the other people. When, when in response is, you know, the biggest thing I tell them is, are you able to, to take that rejection? But at the same time, reach back out to those people and say, Hey, what, what do I need to improve? And, and just be able to actively seek that feedback. And so that, that's the biggest thing I'd ask is like, how bad do you want it? And are you able to, you know, during all those roller coasters, be able to say, hey, how can I improve? And, and how can I do what I need to in this process in order to, to get to where I want to be? And so that's, that's the biggest thing that I would, I would tell them is that you really have to want it. You know, I, I, the, the money is good but it has to be a lot more than for the money, as you yep. said earlier. So I love that. I love that. And Ivan, I just want you to know how proud I am of you, man. Like, just like we said, it, six months, you didn't quit. You kept going and, and you made sure it was the right position for you. I remember us getting on that first phone call and, you know, going through the options and what's going to oh, work. Yeah. And it all works out at the end, but I just want you to know how proud I am of you, man. Like it's, it's awesome to see. And I just want to give you an opportunity where people can find you if they want to reach out. Uh, because again, you have a lot to share to people and, and you're doing big things. No, definitely. Yes. Um, so you guys can reach out to, to me on LinkedIn. Um, Ivan Were. Uh, so, you know, just I-V-A-N and W-E-R-E for the last name. And you guys can find me there. Please reach out to me. I'd be more than willing to speak with you and just, you know, help you, you know, even if you just need words of encouragement or if you just need somebody to, to, to listen to your process, I'll, I'll be there to just to, to help you because I wish, you know, somebody would have done the same thing for me as well during the process. So I'm more than willing to help. That's huge. And like I always say to you guys, jokingly, but not jokingly, don't be a creep or a weirdo. Um, if you are going to reach out to, uh, to Ivan, you know, uh, just like we talked at the beginning, come prepared, have some questions, make sure that you guys get the most. Because again, the reason I say that you guys is not to just like make sure you're doing it. It's so you guys can get the most out of it. You don't want to get on somebody and, you know, not be prepared. I just had a call the other day where I called them and I'm like, what's, what can I help you with? Um, yeah, uh, I got off the call in five minutes because I don't have time for somebody who reaches out to me or, re or you guys reach out to Ivan and we take time out of our day when we're extremely busy. Again, not, everyone's busy, not just us, right? But then you don't come prepared. Like that's this job. So have three or four questions that you guys can ask somebody. 
do a little research, maybe look up where Ivan's from, AKA LinkedIn will tell you everything you need to know and just make sure you guys are coming prepared. But before we jump off, I just, Ivan, I want to say thank you again for taking time out of your night to jump on with us. I truly appreciate it. And I just want you to know, proud of you, man. I'm, it's awesome to see you break in with an awesome company. And I know you're going to have a lot of success. Oh, thank you so much, Jacob. You know, I'm glad I was able to hop on here with you, man. It's always, it's always a pleasure speaking with you, man. Yes, yeah, same to you. And to everybody listening, if you guys are watching YouTube, please press that like and subscribe button. If you guys are listening on the podcast, a five-star review helps us grow this channel. And then do also want to just talk about the course real quick. Actually, we, the course that has been up, we've been able to get people. It's actually all full already because like I told you guys, I wanted to keep this very uh, small and, and local so I can make sure that you guys get the attention that you need to, to go in. So we, the first group is already full. I'm really excited about that. Excited to have it next month, next in July, we will open it back up uh, again, just five spots because I want to keep it nice and small. I want to make sure that we can keep it so I can help you guys as much because uh, we will get on the bi-weekly phone calls. The, the course is a self-paced. You guys can go at it at your own pace, whether you guys get it done in a couple of weeks, whether it's a month or two, but then we'll get on bi-weekly phone calls. We'll be talking. And then again, you guys will be having contact with me. Um, and so I'm just excited. The first group's in. We're rocking and rolling and excited just to, again, get more people to, to break into this industry. If you guys are interested, please feel free to reach out to me, whether it's Instagram, LinkedIn, we can set up a Zoom call to go over anything or answer any questions that you guys might have about the course. Uh, the link is in the description for you to check it out as well. And then again, if you guys have want to just reach out, Jacob McLaughlin on LinkedIn or new to medical device sales on TikTok, on Instagram, on any other of the social uh, media platforms. But I just want you guys to know how much I appreciate you watching the videos, watching the podcast, being a part of this community and excited to see where it goes. So until next time, you guys, peace.